Blog Talk Radio. here at Infinite Love Talk Radio on Blog Talk, our favorite place to be on a Saturday at 5 p.m. And you know what? You can join us anytime by calling 347-215-8305, or you can join our chat room throughout our entire show. That's right, and today we are recapping our 13th wedding, y'all. Most of you guys know we remarry every single year, and we have for the past 12 years. So this year marks our 13th, and we could not be happier or more in love. Lucky 13, that (laughs) is right. And uh, how about you share some highlights from our wedding with our listeners, babe? Okay, okay. We got married on July 8, 2008, here in Seattle, Washington, and we did it at the... Space Needle, which, by the way, for those of you who are not familiar with Seattle's biggest landmark, the Space Needle, it looks like a spaceship that is planted in the ground 530 feet in the air, and it was built for the World's Fair. Oh, my goodness, honey. Wasn't the view just absolutely gorgeous? I mean, we got to tell you guys. The, the, I've been here for a long time, you know, growing up here in Seattle and stuff, and I've always wondered what it was like the top of the Space Needle. Going up, you're going up in this, like, cubicle tube, like, <laughs> it's like a ride or something. You go and you, you get on, you go in this elevator, and then you just go shooting up in the air, and the top of it, the very top is, like my husband said, 500 feet in the air. But you can see the whole city, and it is just so beautiful, and you can look for miles and miles, and there's downtown Seattle and the water and Oh, my God, Elliott Bay and just the public market, all the places you hear about. And you can go on the, um, online and check it out. Just put in, go to Google or something and put Space Needle, and it's fascinating. It even has restaurants in it, and it's a shop down in the bottom of it, but it is a, it's a world-famous place. Um, it's known all over the world, and it was just fabulous. I mean, look at out those wonders. Were you scared, honey, going up? No, I'm, a, I'm heights isn't my, my strongest <laughs> suit, but I tell you, I, I wasn't nervous. But I, I will tell you one thing. You can go in that restaurant like my wife was just talking about, and it actually 
spins around. It goes really slow. So if you start eating on one side, by the time you're halfway through your meal, you're on the other side, and it just goes around and around. You don't really know that it's moving, but this, it's awesome. I was just so happy. That was the first time my wife and I had ever been there, and, and no better occasion than uh, number 13. Oh, most definitely. And then we'll move right along to, oh, my goodness, the dress. But you want me to tell them, honey? Tell them, tell them. <laughs> wow, okay. It was ivory-colored. It was an ivory-colored stunner, you guys. It was to the knee, okay, and then it has a floor-length train on the back of it, though, and it's incorporated in the back of the dress. So instead of it, like, dragging on the floor, go, and my husband said, that's so beautiful. It touches, it barely, you know, kind of touches the top of the the floor when you walk so it doesn't drag all the way down but it's a train on it and the front went to the top the front of the knee and it was strapless it had beading and lace on it it was just absolutely marvelous and i actually found the dress i got the dress at the same bridal boutique that i've been to five times before in some of our other weddings that is kind of wild <laughs> five times to one place but yeah, she was hot, everybody. I just gone ahead and have to give it on up. Sexy mama had a oh, thing rocking. Thank you, honey. And then you guys, the groom. This is this would be Mr. Christie. That would be he, I. <laughs> he wore a custom made black tux with a two inch satin trim and he looked absolutely spectacular. I gotta repeat that. Absolutely spectacular, you guys. Black is a wonderful color on my husband and I always tell him that, but he had a cream color shirt to go with it and the black satin bow tie and it just threw it off really, really great. It was awesome. I mean, I was so proud to be marrying him again. And um okay, honey, have I have I been hogging all the details? No, no. You 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 rock it, but you you got you uh, know I you know I bought that you know I bought that uh suit at, at Nordstrom's rack. Quit playing. It was no, I'm just playing. It, they're not a cake. My wife said the cake, you guys. And let me tell you something. This cake was off of the hook delicious. We sat and ate and ate, and I'll tell yeah. you, it was wheat flour, custard filling, had bananas, cream cheese on the outside. <laughs> this cake was, ooh, it was, what do you think about the cake, babe? Oh, my goodness, you guys. We got married at that same, we got married at the hotel we had our honeymoon at, which is the um, Seattle Four Seasons. Years and years ago, and they made us a delicious cake. And so me and my husband this year was like, "Ooh, do you think they can remember and make the same cake?" And so we were laughing and talking about it as we were making plans. And by the way, we made plans, official plans, like a week before. But anyway, um, and so we said, "Let's call down there and see." We called the chef and told him kind of what we wanted and stuff. And then to to get the cake, it was drop dead gorgeous. It was cream, the same color as my dress and my husband's shirt. Had roses all on it that was made out of frosting. And my husband, was that white chocolate frosting? In it? No, that was cream cheese. Right? Cream cheese, and but then were the roses white chocolate? They <laughs> may have been. I was eating so fast that I couldn't <laughs> even. I, I was. I don't know. I was scarfing. I was. I, but ooh, that cake. Oh my god, it was great. We 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 kind of gained a couple pounds, you guys, because we ate so much <laughs> of the cake to our stomachs hurt afterwards. We were like, oh my god, our stomachs is gonna hurt if we don't stop. So I had to call the room service people and have them come get the cake and box it up so we could pick it up the next day because we would have ate it all. But it was. Fabulous. The bananas had chunks of real banana in the actual filling. Honey, was that fabulous? That was just ridiculous. I I tell you right now, I just kept on eating, and I looked up, and my (laughs) wife was like, that's piece number three for you. How are you going to do this? And And he does not eat a lot of cake, you guys. He (laughs) loved that cake. He said, now, this one, this one will get me in trouble. And then we'll move right along, because we can talk about the cake all day long. It was delicious. And then we'll move to what, babe? The flowers, and I have to tell you guys, my wife chose the deepest pink roses that I have ever seen, and to put it simply, they were they were just lovely. The roses, the pink was just oh so nice, beautiful color. I just uh, did you pick those by yourself? <laughs> yes, I did, and they they actually, honey, your boutonniere matched it, and my little bouquet matched it, and uh, I had twelve. No, actually, I ended up adding one more, thirteen long stem pink roses and i just had a black ribbon tied around it so it was elegant simple and beautiful and it was a rose for every year that we have gotten married oh the, the roses <laughs> fantastic and and they Thanks. smell good too so yeah, I, I loved it I, the roses was just the perfect touch i tell y'all that thank you and then we'll move right along to the ceremony and we had that it was um officiated by a wonderful minister his name was kent and he's he did our traditional vows for us, and we added a splash of Doug and Jackie to it at the end. And what I mean by that is we just kind of said something to each other, something personal. And mine was really sentimental, and I was about to cry and everything. And then my husband, you guys, he is the sweetest. He looked and said, 
Lucky 13 and started cracking up. So I that just was busted my rhyme for her, but <laughs> you know, you got to be responsible. Come on, fellas, you did right on time, 13 times, you still mine, I bust this rhyme, come on, baby. Oh, yeah, so that was it, was it was It was awesome, though. And you know what, babe, the, the one thing that we splurged on this year, which was fantastic, actually, was the transportation, because usually we're in at home or whatever, and we just enjoy each other and drive and do our thing, but this year we got a, a black stretch limo, which we haven't done, you know, for the past couple years, and just splurged and let them drive us and really sat in the back and enjoyed ourselves. And it was fabulous, honey. <laughs> and, you, and when he says enjoyed ourselves, we really did. We sat back there and just had a ball. And then the photographer, we had our good friend Joey Hong of JKH Photography. I want you guys to, to remember this. JKH Photography in Seattle, they are awesome. They did the wedding photos. They do our family. Um, his brothers, Joey and John. And um, they shoot our family pictures. They are excellent at fashion photography, lifestyle shots. Whatever you want. We met them about six years ago, and they just, we bonded, and they just really fit our family. And we had a blast with those guys. So um, what do you think about the pictures, honey? You love them? I just want to know, are there going to be any pics on the web anywhere? If I want to, you know, download to my iPod or anything, can I get one for myself? Yes, we are going to leak them to the web. No, I'm just kidding. There will be pictures posted to our website. You can go to any of these websites and you can see the wedding pictures, but our webmaster is doing that now. And we just got them back, and they are lovely. And it will be four to six pictures you can view, and that maybe more depends on how much fun we're having when we start posting them. But you can go to JackieChristie.com, that's J-A-C-K-I-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E, no spaces, .com. You can go to DougChristie.com, which is D-O-U-G-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. You can go to our MySpace. And or you can go to, and my space is easy. You can just type in Doug Christie in the search box, and it'll go right to our space. And you can see us. Um, you can go to our Infinite Love Publishing um, website, and that is I N F I N I T E L O V E. You thought I was gonna mess up? <laughs> well, I would have. I was sitting up here going, "Go ahead, you com, and you can check out the pictures there. And then, honey, what's some of the highlights you think of our 13th wedding? Well, I would have to say that for me probably was going someplace new with you. That was probably my number one highlight, and that would be going to the Space Needle with my wife, and that was just incredible. Because I haven't been to the – I only been to – we've lived here our whole lives, y'all, and I only been to the Space Needle one time, and that's when I got drafted by the Sonics, and they took me up there to take a picture. Never been there. And to go there with my wife, I finally got to see it, Philly. We got to go around. But that, what I would say, was one of my highlights was going to the state. Oh, yeah, I would have to. I see, you took mine because that was one of my highlights. I that your notes. I love it, though. I would definitely have to say. And I would say making it to our 13th wedding was a huge highlight for me. I'm so proud and happy. Um, you know, in today's society, everybody, it's really hard to keep it together. And we never, ever profess that things are perfect thick and easy, but I tell you, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else but with my husband and sharing my life with him. He is my soulmate and partner, and I see that the calls is, oh my God, the, the phone lines is just lighting up, and uh, I love the music, but I, I just have something important that I want to say right now, so I'm going to say it, and I might be yelling at everybody, but it's really important to love together and keep your relationship strong and tight. It's extremely important for that, and um Baby, my next one is the honeymoon. That would be my other highlight. Ooh, I like that. That was one of my highlights. I hadn't got there yet. But, uh, you know, the other one, I would have to say one of my other ones, was looking into my beautiful bride's eyes again and seeing the sparkle with love. And that is, that's one of the biggest things that is Thank just a you. special part of getting married every year because it's y'all's time, it's our time to enjoy each other, relax, and just really get into each other again because you always going, always doing, working hard together, and it's just an awesome time. I just love it. It's fabulous. And, and you know, we, we talk about that on here as it's a one-time special time. It's always wonderful to be with your mate. And all throughout the year, spend those special quality moments and times and ignore the rest of the world. A lot of people have asked us in the last week or two, you know, how do you keep your marriage together when so many athletes and just so many people, just people in general, 
aren't able to make marriage work. And I would definitely have to say communication, respect, and not caring what the rest of the world say. If you're passionate about something and you believe in it, then you don't care what people's ideas and thoughts are. I'm a person, I'm a woman that has taken hits left and right. We've talked about it on this show many a times, and I've talked about it publicly and on Tyra Banks and so on and so forth. And in the book that we wrote, No Ordinary Love, and I explain over and over again that my resolve, because people go, you are so strong. How do you deal with all that criticism and you never hurt anybody? All you've done is loved your husband. And I just want everybody to know that I believe and I am passionate about my marriage. And and I believe that, you know, someday God's going to show all of these people there's a reason, there's a message in what me and Doug go through and what we endure as far as the public ridicule sometimes because in that same ridicule comes very beautiful, loving comments. So there's about 80% positivity, and I think eventually everybody's going to see that it's cool, it's sexy, it's lovely, it's beautiful to be married and committed, even though in society they make it seem like it's cool to be committing infidelities and hurting each other's feelings and disrespecting the, the sanctity of marriage and not having family first. So that's one thing that's important in our family. And what makes being married to my husband for so long and getting married to him over and over and over again every single year, like my husband said, it solidifies the bond that you have. It brings you that much more closer. I love him more now than I had the day that I met him and I, and I fell in love with him that day. Even the first time I married him, I love him more now today. And, um, you know, you, you're seasoned after getting married the first time, the second time, the third time, the fourth time. And every year I still get butterflies in my stomach. I'm still nervous. I'm still, I feel like the blushing bride. I know I'm a newlywed, and I can't wait to start our new chapter. And that's where we're at right now, and we're starting it, you know, together. And I'm glad we get to share that with you guys here on our show. But um, what's your other one, honey? What's your last highlight? I, my last one, I'd have to say, I'm going to take it back to that cake again, because <laughs> that cake was just uh, ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, the whole experience, I would say, is is my biggest highlight. Every year, we we know that we get to relax and just really enjoy each other, and that's really what what life is all about. And it's just another time to do it again. That's right. And our next year, you guys, we want to tell you ahead of time. Next year's wedding, we are planning to invite 100 gay and lesbian couples to join us in a combined ceremony where we all can be married at the same time by one minister. And we want it to be a non-denominational wedding and so everyone can fit in and feel comfortable. And as a token, it's a token and a gesture of our united world and equality and freedom of choice to all mankind. We really, truly believe in that. We are not here to judge. We are not all put on this earth to make decisions for other people. We're here to love and respect each other, first and foremost, and, and everyone else in this world, and that's what we do, and we, it's going to be our honor to do that. No question. We are so excited already <laughs> for next year's wedding, and we invite all of you guys to write in and let us know your thoughts as well as ideas and suggestions that you might have for 2009 wedding that will be number 14 and it's going to be incredible we're just going to have another good time and we're going to be telling you guys about it again so be listening up oh most definitely and then we're going to move right on into our hot topics and our hot topics today is this is a really serious thing this is for ladies out there please 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 listen it's important melanoma is surging in young women melanoma cancer is surging and it's um you know um the rate of skin cancer's most deadly form jumped 50 percent in young women from 1980 to 2004 according to the government's report and for men the rate leveled ironically women are more likely than men to use sunscreen as an expert says but that could lead them to stay exposed longer under false senses of protection so just be careful get yourself checked go in yearly to your doctor if you can't afford it they have public um, doctors and different people in every city that will be able to help but it's very important that you um, make sure any molds and that sort of thing if they're changing you're, you're watching them and getting looked at um, but the news comes you know on the heels of a report that many popular sunscreens on the market do little to protect the skin and that's why they're talking about it as well so just know we're putting a warning out there to watch out because it's on the rise yeah, you're going to have to get that sunscreen 5 million and make sure to keep it off of you. But going into number two, baby, I have homes for sale for, listen to this, $26,000. And now that is not a fairy tale. That is in Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow, that's a really good thing, especially with the recession and everything and 
Well, they said it's a buyer's market, though, didn't they? Yes, it, it does. And we're talking three-bedroom stills in Cincinnati, and they go anywhere from 26800 up to 149000 $150,000, in the middle ground. And uh, Cincinnati is a beautiful city. So, I mean, you, obviously you got the Ohio River and uh, a lot of different attractions and different things that's happening in Cincinnati, but those prices alone are going to lead some people there, wouldn't you say? Oh, my God, that right there, $26,000, we should try to go there. Yeah. Well, we're retired hey, here. 26000 Ohio. <laughs> you guys ready for the Christie's, Ohio? We're coming. And keep it up. And then we move on to number three in our hot topics is software problems in Apple's launch of their new iPhone. And it, it said it was lines in stores and counters. People was waiting to get their new phones activated and couldn't, and they were very, very frustrated. So Apple's going to have to get those bugs out of there and figure out what they're going to do or they're going to lose their spot. You know, and they, and for for Apple last year, now this year is launching a new iPhone. They tried to speed up internet access, and they even added a navigation chip. So a lot of those people wow. that were waiting were they were knowing, hey, we're about to get something. I want to be first with it. So hopefully they can get that fixed. Yeah, they said a spokesperson for AT and T, the exclusive carrier for iPhones, honey, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They said that it was a global problem with their iTunes servers that prevented the phones from being fully activated in stores. That's why I couldn't upload my music to my, <laughs> ah, okay. Well, y'all get that fixed if you listen to me out there. I need my music. Uh, what about Surrey Cruz, actor of Tom Cruise, is named Best Dressed Celebrity Baby in Hollywood. Now, that has to be a lot of a lot of pressure on the little princess, wouldn't you say? Because how old is she, baby? Um, I'm not sure. Probably what two years old, three years yeah, old, and yeah. you know it's a lot of pressure because you know it's a lot of you got Brad Pitt's baby and all the rest of those little Hollywood. Oh, Halle Berry's. Those ones are younger though, huh? Yeah, I, I just say put them on something comfortable and airy because it's very hot. And uh, if they look good, the baby always looks good. So you, you don't have to be best dressed for the little baby. The baby is having it. Well, you know Hollywood is very fashion conscious and. Surrey's always in like little linen outfits and different things, real European style. That's probably what they mean because she is a pretty cool dressing little girl. And then we'll finish it off with Ruben Stuttered. If everybody remembers American Idol, Ruben Stuttered got married, and it is in Us Weekly if you want to see the wedding and see him and his new wife. He met her at an autograph signing and um, a couple years ago, and they got married. And she doesn't mind that he's overweight, like some people and critics are all on him about him being, you know, 300, 400 pounds. But she said they're going to work together in their um, marriage to help him get in shape. So that's really good. Congratulations, Ruben. Do your thing. Do your thing. Don't worry about what everybody's saying. Do that's your right. thing, Ruben. I'm good because I love the voice, by the way. What do we got? We got the one. The only Wizzle. We will be welcoming him back to Wizzle to talk a little sports with us. Wizzle, are you out there in Blog Talk land? I think that would be me. Oh, my, my, my. What's happening with you, Wizzle? Well, I'm just enjoying uh, another wonderful day in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, uh, Nice weather, nice breeze, nothing to complain about. Shirtless. Well, oh, shirtless in Seattle. Be be easy, Wizzle. Now, tell me about this. We we got we got a couple different sports. We got basketball. We got baseball. We got tennis, and we got uh, what else? We got we got NASCAR. We're gonna talk about, but we're gonna start out with basketball. And we got some signings. We you know, we got people leaving town, going to different teams, and starting off uh, all the Philadelphia people out there. They're gonna want to know about Elton Brand. And from from my readings, it looks like some of the LA fans are are quite upset that Elton left. But does he does he help Philly? Um, first and foremost, understandably so. Uh, the fans should be upset, and I do believe that he will help Philly. Uh, Philly still uh, needs to make a couple other moves to, to get where they need to be in terms of uh, personnel, guards, uh, shooters, and that sort of thing. But uh, I do think that he will help. They're a playoff team, and, and the biggest help is for Elton Brand. He uh, has a chance to you know, uh, have another all-star berth. We forgot that he was an all-star caliber player. Uh, he gets buried in the West as far as, you know, Amari Stoudemire and there's some of the younger talent that's out there, and Shaq comes out to the West. And so uh, I'll be looking for him to be an all-star this year. 
Now, you know, when when you look at Elton, do you think there was anything to be said about the fact that maybe he was tired of being the face? Because, you know, he's got Andre Godala, and, you know, now he's, he's got other people around him. Andre Miller, he doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, he's going to be a big clog in what they're doing, obviously, but it, everything isn't on his shoulders. Does, does that help him out, too? Oh, I, I think it does, definitely. Um he had a lot of maturity uh, to go through uh, as far as the maturity and the, and the learning process. You, uh, we got to remember that he left Duke a couple years early. Uh, that puts him a couple years behind basketball-wise and in terms of being with his body and, and all those type of things. But I do look for him to, to take on a, a new, more professional type of role and embrace it. Uh, he's closer to home, and I, I think he'll be rejuvenated. Now, what about Golden State? Golden State signs Corey Maggette. Does he help the Golden State Warriors? Because it's funny that the, the, a few of these people, they all have Los Angeles ties in some way or another. Uh, being Elton was with the Clippers, Corey was with the Clippers, and now he will be with the Warriors. Does he help them at all? Well, I definitely think he uh, he helps their guards um, and, and some of the things they do. And maybe one of the biggest things is uh, the youth movement as far as, uh, you know, getting a player that you don't have to worry about his physical uh, abilities, not his abilities, but his, his physical presence. Uh, if he's going to be there with you that night or not, because I know that Barron had a lot of problem with his legs and, and that type of thing, and he's an older player, and it's not saying that older players aren't good, but, you know, I think that aside from making a youth movement type of trade, they also, it was a little, uh, I'm going to get your guy from you too. So uh, I think they helped themselves by not allowing the Clippers to be as strong as they potentially could have been, and, uh, you know, I think Corey can help. Now, you're talking about the Clippers. The Clippers, uh, some of the, the fans in Los Angeles were upset because Elton Brand talked Baron Davis into coming to the Clippers as soon as he comes. Then Elton leaves because, uh, you know, he didn't obviously get as much money from the Clippers. But Baron going to the Los Angeles Clippers, I mean, we, we both know what type of player he is. Uh, with the loss of Maggette, with the loss of Elton Brand, is I mean, is he just going there and that? I mean, he's pretty much going to be the draw. They're not going to do too much. What do you What do you see with with uh, Baron Davis going to the Clippers? Well, uh, again, he does bring a, a lot more excitement that they've had uh, probably in the eight years that Elton has been there um, in terms of uh, a guard who's you know who has a chip on his shoulder, a local guy and. Um, I think he can help him out. I think he will, you know, maybe keep the buzz going a little bit. Uh, he took a, a big following and, and created a, a huge stir up in Golden State, so maybe they're uh, probably hoping that he can do the same down there. Now, kind of along the same lines, this is, uh, do you remember Jim McElvey? Yes, sir. Well, you're from Seattle, I'm from Seattle, so we, we remember this. Jim McLevane, if for those of you who don't know, signed a big contract when the Sonics were supposed to sign Sean Kemp and they didn't sign him, and Sean ended up going to Cleveland and getting his money, and that's kind of where the Seattle SuperSonics just went south, and Gary Payton, that whole thing, just lost all of its luster. But they're, they're saying Andrew Bogut in Milwaukee signs five years, $57 million, and they're kind of comparing it to what happened with Jim McLevane because I guess a lot of the GMs in the Eastern Conference now are mad because you give this guy money, now everybody else is comparing themselves to him, which is very easy because his numbers weren't that high. What, what do you think about uh, Andrew Bogut? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, good for you, Andrew. Go get yourself a Ferrari. <laughs> get yourself to 430. That's why I would go. Make sure you get red guts in it. No, what you do is you, you take care of yourself, and, and all the, the GM talk and all that stuff, that's up to them. Uh, if their agent uh, and, and their, his representation uh, found a way to get the team to pay him, I mean, what can you say? I mean, uh, he, he obviously feels like he's worth it, and that's the bottom line. Now, speaking of uh, of, of a trade, I'm going to throw this at you because this is a team that I'm looking at to do some big things this year, and that would be the Portland Trailblazers. They get the guard Bayless, uh, and they also get Ike Diagu. 
And that's, I think, probably the biggest part of this trade particularly. But this is one that I, I, I'm telling everybody, watch out for the Portland Trailblazers. I think they're going to be a fantastic team. What do you think about them getting Diago and Bayless? Uh, I really think they got a couple of quality players. I think uh, in, in terms of Ike Diago, I don't think a lot of the NBA or a lot of the, the national media knows what this guy is and the type of energy he brings. He's a lot like uh, Ronnie Turioff, which is another player that has got to be signed and met by the Lakers pretty quick here. But he's a high-energy guy, uh, kind of undersized, but he plays with he's, – he's all heart, and I really think he's going to help. And, again, uh, when you're – you haven't had the opportunity to, to be where you wanted to be. This is your opportunity, and I think he's going to take advantage of it. And as far as Bayless, uh, they get another good uh, a good guard. Um, I think he'll definitely help him up, help him out. Um, his uh, the long range shooting is going to be an issue with the loss of James Jones, who signed a lucrative contract in Miami. But um, I think that they'll definitely be okay. And, again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you got to remember and keep in mind that the season and all the deals and all the swapping and all those type of things is not over yet. And they still have a lot of opportunities, a lot of moves, and, 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 and people they can dangle. And what I mean by dangle is trade bait. And so uh, we can see what can happen. I think they definitely have on paper a, a very competitive team. There's a lot to be excited about down in Portland. And, hey, they're only, what, two and a half hours away? You no, I'm beyond I-5, baby. There you go. Now, the Wizzle calls it. Last week we talked about Nadal versus Federer. It was the longest match in Wimbledon history, 6-4, Four hours and 58 minutes. Nemesis, Nadal beats Federer. Wizzle, what did you know? Did you talk to somebody before the match? What's up? Well, actually, I've, you know, I'm, I'm not the biggest tennis fan, but I do watch, I do respect the sport. I actually used to enjoy playing it. I think I could have could have probably been uh, pretty good, and I think you could have too, Doug. But anyhow, uh, I, I just know that in athletics, in sports, um, there's always – arch nemesis there's always someone who kind of offsets your talents and and it just seems like with those things Federer I mean it's a little he's older and this guy you know we're talking about a guy who's got a lot of moxie and cojones and he's going to come in there and try to you know obviously I think he's met his match and it's not saying Federer can't come back and do things and 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 improve uh, aspects of his game or maybe take the guy seriously uh, uh in earlier sets but um again you just meet your arch nemesis sometimes and you got to go back to the drawing board and you figure it out and that that truly is what defines how great you are well, watch tennis people out there. If you see Nadal versus Federer, tune in because it's one heck of a match. I'm going to tell you that. Now, moving into baseball, we got A-Rod. A-Rod has some, some things going off off the field, uh, his wife, Madonna, all these different things going on. Wizzle, do, do you think that his game will suffer on on the diamond? Um, you know, it, it's really hard to say. Um, A-Rod has, has been extremely productive regular season player and and the thing that you're measured by ultimately especially in a market like new york is the type of postseason player that you are and that's why they had they had a consensus in a poll a few years ago about which player should go a rod or jeter it was like a rod because jeter has proven himself in the postseason and he's really helped their team uh, to get where it needs to be in terms of getting that pin in and, and, and being the champs. So um, I don't know if this will help A-Rod, but then again, uh, sometimes it's your sanctuary to go play when you got a little turmoil going on. So I wish the best for him. Uh, I hope he can straighten this situation out because, uh, first and foremost, it's just regular life. Uh, sometimes we make decisions and got to live with it and, and go through it, and it, it makes us better. Well, let's hope that A-Rod continues to go yard and knock him out of the park. Last week, we had a feel-good story. We talked about Mr. Hamilton, the center fielder for Texas, who became an all-star, and he had his first, Whistle, I was so happy to watch this, his first walk-off home run. Did you catch a glimpse of that? Oh, it was nice. It was a, Talk about a guy, seeing a guy uh, extremely proud and just happy. I mean, it's almost impossible as a fan to not, you know, be encouraged and to be uh, 
uplifted by this guy and some of the things that he's overcome in his career and in his life. And, again, regardless of your profession or uh, the status or whatever they talk about, the public knowledge of your the money that you make for a year, for a season, you're still a regular person. You're living regular life, and, and it, it's good to see people go through and overcome their struggles. No question. And moving into NASCAR, we got JGR, and that would be Joe Gibbs Racing. They lose Tony Stewart, NASCAR champion, and he is venturing out on his own to become his own owner-driver. I believe he's 50% owner in his new company. And uh, in, in that sport, owners are, are losing a lot of money. We we talked about Randy Moss just got in, so we hope that Randy does some good things. But, uh, you know, Losing a driver like that in in something like NASCAR, I mean, does that kill? Just does that kill them, or do they stay at the top? Do they figure something else? What do they do? Well, uh, they definitely have to figure something out to to stay competitive and to you know to make sure that they're uh, a team that's feared because that's always something to do with uh, in terms of competing with uh, the rest of the field. But um, I do think that ultimately it's going to help Stewart. Uh, you're t- we're talking about somebody going into a situation and and not, uh, you know, worrying about anything else other than we must succeed. You know, I mean, it's the difference when you're putting things on your crew chief. I bet you he's his crew and, and everything is going to be a lot tighter because, I mean, if Joe Gibbs would drive a car, I bet you that their programs would be tighter, too. I think that it's really going to be uh, groundbreaking in terms of having somebody who's competing and they're on the other side uh, with the checkbooks and and dealing with the sponsors. So I do expect them to be completely serious. I I think that it's going to be maybe a good move for the sport, and we'll see what happens. Well, I'm going to be checking it out. I'm going to be watching Tony Stewart. I have to be honest that a lot of the times, the only time I tune into NASCAR because they have some of the most fantastic accidents that I've ever seen. But uh, I'm going to tune in. Check him out. Tony Stewart. Again, Wizzle, we thank you for your insight into the world of sports on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. And until next time, same time, same channel, Wizzle, thank you very much. Oh, enjoy yourself. And this weather calls for a all slot. And today in our tips, you guys, in our tips for beauty and fashion, we have for you the cashmere throw blanket for travel. And I would have to tell you, they are fabulous. You you got to get one. They they don't have to be expensive. You can go to TJ Maxx. You can go to Target. Everybody has them anywhere from fifteen ninety nine to one hundred and fifty ninety nine. But they're so soft and they're so. My husband loves it because you can breathe. He covers his head up and stuff on the plane when he's traveling, and he still, he doesn't feel like he's you know under a blanket, be you know where he can breathe. So they're they're a great travel piece. You can fold them up really small and tiny, drop them in your purse, and go. No, no question. I have to comment because my wife is correct. I throw it over my head because you're, you're trying to sleep upright, mouth open, all these different things. You cover yourself up, and you're underneath there, and you can still breathe and enjoy whatever you can enjoy for sleep or travel. That's for sure. My tip would be Louis Vuitton travel or duffel bag. And when I say this, I'm not just saying new, I'm saying used because you know what? Over time, that's the better it gets. With time adds character. You can get them on eBay. Just make sure that you're getting a real one because when I say real, I mean in quality. These things can last you pretty much a lifetime if you get one and you can use it over and over again and you can pretty much fit any and everything that you need into one of those babies. Oh, most definitely, and and then I have one, you guys. Now, I know the ladies are going to say, no, those things are very difficult, but I would say eyelashes, and they can take your photos and your look to a fashion high that you wouldn't believe, and that's fashion, you guys. I'm telling you, it it just adds something to your look. If you don't really like things, like my husband really loves me to just be simple, but sometimes, you know, when we want to glam it up, you put on the eyelashes, and you can go and get free classes with them. You can go into any department store. I can say Nordstrom's for sure because I know they do it here, and they'll do a complimentary makeup for you, or they'll just put them on and show you how to use them. And you make sure you get hypoallergenic, the little glue, and you just put the lashes on, and they're so fun, and you'd be amazed. Put a little mascara on, and voila, you got a high-fashion look. So 
I'd recommend eyelashes. They come in all colors, shapes, sizes, and but make sure you learn how to use them first or have a professional makeup person put them on the first time just so you're comfortable because it will feel heavy sort of on your eyelash for a sec, but then after about three minutes, you forget they're there. Now, that that is something. I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm digging that one. And, and I have... Silver, white, gold, or platinum, uh, a nice, I'm talking wedding band for myself, but for anybody out there, that nice silver color, it's summertime, adds a beautiful complement to your skin tone, so go out and get yourself a little piece of silver. Not very expensive, but a, a big, big fashion bonus at this oh, time of the year. Oh, definitely. Honey, you love silver. You like the bracelets, and you got a collection of silver stuff. You taught me how to love silver. Yeah, I, ever since high school. And it's funny that uh, myself and the Wizzle would uh, go down and dabble up on some uh, silver because it wasn't very expensive, and you could still, you know, uh, rock a little bracelet or something if you wanted to. That's right. That's right, you guys. And we are in our favorite spot. We're moving into love and romance. And we have some questions from our listeners, um, and we want to make sure we get them answered this time. And what's the first one, babe? It says, this is for both of us, by the way, okay. and it is, Doug and Jackie, how do you make your marriage or relationship a number one priority in your life? I would say the person that asked that question is asking, so they're either married or they're in a relationship, so they're asking how does a person make their marriage or their relationship a number one priority in their life. And I would have to say that you put your mate first and you make sure that you understand whatever you're committed to whether it's boyfriend and girlfriend fiance husband and wife you know whatever that is just make sure that you're committed to it and put it first that means you you prioritize it as being most important i know that you know people say well i have to go to work and i don't have time to sit down and have a conversation about this and that that's bothering him or her yes you do you make time if it means you know during your lunch time if it means getting up an hour earlier before work if it means you know after work before dinner, you, there's always enough time. It only takes five minutes to reassure your mate that you love them and you care for them and their feelings are important to you. That is putting your mate in your relationship and making it a number one priority. Always make sure they feel as comfortable as you do and everybody then will feel happy and whole and you will have a committed and loving relationship. And, honey? And I would have to ditto a lot of uh, pretty much everything that you just said, actually, baby. But priority in your life kind of answers it for you, I think, because you keep That's making right. them number one. You keep making your marriage also and your relationship number one. That makes it the priority. Keep working, keep improving, keep trying to improve. And if you like my wife said, if you don't have the time, you make the time. If you're sitting at work, you got a couple minutes to think about if you're thinking that things aren't going great, write a note to them. Those are the special things that as a woman they'll love, as a man they'll love. They can sit down, read it, and then when you guys get a chance to conversate, all of a sudden the conversation is taking on a whole new form. So keep the priority, and the priority will stay where it needs to be, and that's number one. That's right. And then the next one's for you, love, and it is Doug. How do you know if your spouse is trustworthy? Ooh, that's a good one. And well, I will say this. Everything is right in front of you when you talk about knowing if your spouse is trustworthy. All the telltale signs are there. I will say live and learn. And unfortunately, when I say that, you have to trust and you have to open your heart up to hurt. But the fact that you do it is that's what makes everything worth it. And the love that you give them and the trust that you give them is going to be reciprocated to you. And uh, stay with them. Give them everything as far as conversation and all of that. And then you're going to learn so much about them. They're going to learn about you. And that's how you build the trust a lot of the times is through communication, wouldn't you say, honey? I would have to agree with you 1,000%, honey. That's why I love you. <laughs> okay, I got one for you. It says, Jackie, what is your take on same-sex marriage? I would say that my take on same-sex marriage, John, it looks like John from Pittsburgh sent this in, I would say that my take is all equality, everybody is equal, choices are for every individual human being and couples, it does not matter, I don't feel who you fall in love with, it matters that you respect and you treat them with the utmost care, concern, and love, and the world would be a better place. It's not for me to judge. I'm not put here to do that. I'm here to respect my all of mankind, and I think everyone else should. So my take on it is, hey, I, I'm all for it. If that's what they, if they feel like they want to be in love with the same sex, then that's their choice and their priority and their prerogative. Mm -hmm. 
Baby. And I'm going to say love is love and marriage is beautiful. It doesn't matter. You love them and you're married to them. So uh, like my wife said, it's not for us to judge. Uh, it's for us to live and love each other. And I and, and and by the way, to be honest with you, I think there's a lot of hate in the world, and I have to share this. I know this wasn't a part of the question, but I'm passionate about this, and I think that people are, are very malicious sometimes when they say mean and crude things to people that are gay or that ladies that are, you know, um, that date in the same sex, and that's very wrong. These are human beings. These are people. I adore them. I love them all. I have no problems, issues or anything else, and I think that the world should really stop being judgmental and doing that hurtful, hateful stuff, racism, um, discrimination, uh, just all the different things, uh, sexual discrimination, all that is just it's mean and it's cruel. So stop, stop, stop it. And then I got one for you, honey. Mm-hmm. It says, Doug and Jackie, what's your pet names for each other? No, don't put me out there. That said Doug and Jackie. Uh-oh. I didn't say, no, I'm just playing Doug. I well, got so many for you. Uh, do you want me to go first? Okay, I'm scared. I don't. I, you call me things too, so I don't. Okay, yeah, what? What are you? I got. Oh my god. Uh, I got love. Okay. Missy. Yeah. Pretty girl. Uh, boo boo. No, honey, you don't. You're making this up. <laughs> sexy mama. Okay, okay. That's that. I won't go into that part of my pet names, but that. I mean, those are some. Those are some that I call you. Okay. <laughs> and I have honey. I have booga, and I have. Um, Mr. Christie, and I have Baby, and um, finally I would have to have Beautiful Specimen of a Human Being. He's a good person inside and out, and I think when I just really just am in just a zone and I just walk in and realize how blessed I truly am to have another human being that has the same outlook and views on life as I do and actually really respects me as a human being and as a woman and as his wife, I'm appreciative, and then that's when I say beautiful or love or (laughs) no, just kidding. We have a lot of pet names, and we hope that we were able to share some of those with you guys today. We have a song that um, we wanted to share with you guys. It's going to be a video um, coming out very soon. You guys are the first. Um, It's exclusively being told to you here at Blog Talk. You're going to need to go to YouTube, and it will be loaded up by Monday, and it is of our beautiful daughter and artist, Shani. She has a a video that she has dedicated. It's a tribute to Marvin Gaye. She remade his song, What's Going On. And to all the people out there suffering with HIV or that don't know you have HIV, please go in and get tested and know your status. And as we've told you, we're passionate about that cause, and it is an epidemic. We have to bring attention to it. And she um, really put her heart and soul into this. Uh, Here's the song version of it. It is on her new album that was that has debuted on June 1st, which, by the way, is doing very well. Thank you guys for all of your support. We are ecstatic. And most importantly, it's not even about the sales of the album. It's more about getting the message out there. And we believe that our daughter's music has a message. We try to do a lot of songs that are fun and uplifting and refreshing and positive. But the main songs that she done are, are very inspirational. So I'm going to share that with them right now. Are you ready, babe? No, no question about it. I mean, obviously, nobody can be Marvin, and we told her, you go in there and you do your thing, baby. Enjoy yourself, and I love it. I, I can't wait for everybody to
Goodbye, our friends. Have a lovely and safe weekend. Peace. Respect.